Hey, Will I Like It listeners, do you like a good cup of coffee, one that's rich, flavorful, and ethically sourced? Then you need to check out Dynasty of Coffee, a Yorkshire-based online coffee business that offers a range of expertly crafted blends. All of their coffee is roasted to order to ensure freshness, and they're committed to nurturing the well-being of both individuals and the planet. Whether you're a fan of a bold, strong coffee or a smooth and mellow one, Dynasty of Coffee has a blend for you. Their four main blends are inspired by different British dynasties, Saxon, Viking, Tudor, and a decaf Hanoverian. So if you're looking for a delicious and ethically sourced cup of coffee, head to dynastyofcoffee.co.uk today and use the code SAXON10, that's SAXON, all capital letters, 10, at checkout for 10% off your first order. Enjoy! is Yvonne Loas. Hopefully Hello. I said that right. Yeah, <laughs> I said it right. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. So I've come into the future a little bit from what I normally yeah. do. Yeah. We've come <laughs> to the 14th century. Yeah. And yeah, we're going to talk about your project. So you're currently living as close as you can to a 14th century lifestyle. Yeah, I do that for two months, eight weeks. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we try to... Uh, replicate the 14th century as, um, as a, a crafts family. Yeah. Um, so um, we do have a big garden and we do have animals, uh, but we're actually weavers. Okay. So, um, yeah. And I, well, I'm doing uh, mostly the cooking and uh, preserving uh, food from the garden. Yeah. And uh, uh, making uh, cheese and making butter. Um, yeah, because it's the summer and we have to prepare for winter. Yeah. So it's a lot of uh, preserving, preserving and fermenting and um, all these kind of things. Yeah. It's interesting because that's a lot like for the Viking Age. You know, you're you're preparing your yeah. goods for for yeah. later use rather yeah. than for now. I think it's actually the same as in the Iron Age. Yeah. Um, it's it's the thing you do in summer. Uh, yeah. Uh, when you when you have animals and you have chickens and um, yeah, you have to be prepared for winter. Absolutely, yeah. So we were lucky enough yesterday, actually, that Yvonne fed us all. And we had a nice feast around this table. Uh, yeah, we had a vegetable stew. Yeah. Which was all from yeah. the garden. Yeah, it's, it's basically what we eat. We eat either stew or soup, depending on the <laughs> amount of water that's in it. <laughs> um, yeah, and a lot of veggies at the moment, because the meat, uh, I, I want to save it for the winter. Yeah. We can't slaughter now, uh, only some small animals. Um, and a lot of uh, uh, game is prohibited to uh, for me. Is it? As a cross uh, person, yes. It's oh, okay. uh, <coughs> only for the, uh, what's that, adel. The royal, it's not a royalty, but uh, the... The important people, they are allowed to eat game, and uh, I'm not. Okay, so it's all right. higher, <laughs> higher status? Yeah, when you're in higher status, yeah. Okay, but so you're allowed your own animals? My own animals, yes. Yeah. And um, so if you have a, a cockerel or something, yeah, uh, you could eat it now. 
yeah. but that would be you're saying more for winter though so you keep your meat for, yeah. for winter time yeah 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 so yeah. i i only eat a little bit uh, salted fish and the rest uh, is just vegetables and dairy dairy products yeah, yeah. um so i guess we could we could go back to sort of why you started the project really. yeah what, what gave you the idea and um, I started this because I needed an, an adventure. My kids are leaving the house and um, I wanted to do something bigger than just my normal work. Yeah. And um, the other thing was that um, I wanted uh, really uh, to decorate this house uh, as if somebody's really living in it. Because mm. normally it's a museum piece and then you prepare it for visitors, so keeping everything safe. and, and um, yeah. Um, and I would really, yeah, I, I thought it would be really nice to see the house, uh, yeah, when you when you live in it, and what what extras do you need? Mm. Um, and then the third reason was that I um, I'm an archaeologist, so I know a lot of archaeologists, um, experts, and uh, because of my work in the museum, I also uh, know a lot of craftspeople, yeah. and I wanted to bring them together because they are approaching the same topic but from another uh, angle mm. um, and I think it's interesting to uh, have discussions uh, with with those people and uh, yeah see what we can uh, uh, figure out together um, and it turns out that it, it generates more questions and answers but it's yeah. still <laughs> a lot of fun to have more questions and to think about things that you normally don't think about um, yeah, uh, and yeah. it's also coming from using the house and things like where do you get your firewood if you live in a 14th century, uh, century uh, town? You know, you can't yeah. just go out and see what you can find. You have to organize those things, and um, that's actually with a lot of things that you have to organize it as a town. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, those are the things that you normally don't think about that because we just have firewood. You know, so it's easy to get. Yeah. 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 So where do you get your firewood? <laughs> Good question. Uh, yeah, well, it's actually, uh, uh, it, it is organized. So you have yeah. uh, special woods for fire. You have there are woods uh, where they grow um, uh, twigs for making basketry, uh, or branches, all kinds of um, yeah, uh, specific areas that are yeah. uh, dedicated to uh, a specific um, a need uh, yeah. that there is in the town. So this is all organized um, uh, by the people uh, in charge, and that's that's really interesting. And you can yeah. actually buy it at the market, so you don't have to go and get it yourself. You yeah. can buy it at the market if you want. And probably some people just uh, go and get it once or twice a year somewhere. But um, um, yeah, it turns out that the 14th century is is uh, much more organized as um, a place where you really live together as a community yeah. than uh, I thought it would be. Mm. I'm a prehistorian uh, from origin and um, I always thought that, well, after the Romans it, it all turns nasty and everybody is working for himself and uh, yeah. uh, is in competition. And um, I now realize more and more that, that it's not really competition. It's also mm. thinking about how to, um, uh, to work to together uh, well and, and and proper and to make things easier it's 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 actually smart to have one bakery and one yeah. uh, person um, 
uh, firing the oven instead of everybody doing that for himself. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's not really competition. It's really working as a community. Yeah. And that's interesting. And you wouldn't have time to do all those things anyway. By the time you went to fell a tree and get your fire yeah. and bring it in. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And um, I think the whole uh, surplus making, what we do as weavers, can only be done if you organize it like this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you're, uh, when you're self-sufficient, um, you can't do all these extras. Mm. And uh, the town makes that possible. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because you've got a setup here with sort of your town square outside. So, how many people would generally live in? Around two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, that's quite big. Yeah, 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 yeah and that's a small town. And okay. uh, because uh, our house is a uh, replica from an Eindhoven find. Yeah. And um, Eindhoven was uh, was a rather small small town with a lot of um, uh, uh, gardens uh, in it, big gardens also. Uh, while other cities were um, much more, um, uh, or there, were, there were more houses on the same area. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's um, uh, it, it's a, it's a rather small town. Yeah. And so, your most of your foods coming from this garden would that be typical at the time, or would they be farming? Yeah, as well? for the vegetables, uh, yeah. it would. Yeah. For the cereals, uh, they would uh, have the farmers outside of the city, yeah. and then for uh, meat, you have your own pig and uh, probably also sheep, mm. uh, because the sheep you also keep for the for the milk. Yeah, and uh, then you would have some ducks, probably some geese and mm. some chickens. Um, so it's still uh, for a large part self-sustainable. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, but uh, for instance, fish you would get on the market. Yeah. Uh, sometimes meat, dried meat during the summer you could get on the market. Um, firewood and, and and of course all the things like um, iron tools, wooden bowls, mm. uh, leather pouches, all these things you uh, probably rather buy. But I think also um, during the discussions we we uh, discover more and more that it's uh, must have been also very depending on your um, on your family yeah whether you have two daughters or two sons or small children um, if you have small children they won't bring in much they won't be able to do uh, much but if you have um, bigger kids then mm. then they probably uh, can also go uh, fishing or whatever and then you don't need to buy the fish um, on the other hand, there are all kinds of laws that are pr prohibiting fishing as well. So yeah. <laughs> game and fishing, yeah, that's uh, that's difficult. Yeah, it's okay. uh, it's all for the noblemen. Would they forage as well? Uh, no, not much. No, no, no. no. Mm. It's all illegal. Everything is yeah. owned by by someone. So uh, that makes it difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's uh, that's yeah. a big difference. Compared to the early uh, medieval times, yeah, where yeah. yeah, a lot of land is not claimed yet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. That's different. It's interesting to think of it from a modern perspective as well. I mean, we buy most of our produce, but people are starting to move back, aren't they, mm -hmm. and start to try and grow veg yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I've tried it, and it's hard like yeah. to have a job and yeah, a garden. Is, yeah. And yeah, and that's that's why it's so important to work together mm. and uh, not um, 
and uh, well, of course, uh, I always also thought uh, that uh, uh, living uh, self-sufficient would be the ideal thing, but now I really think um, that if you can organize a community that's not fighting over, uh, well, what's broken and what should be <laughs> replaced, etc., yeah. then that's a more ideal situation. So the whole, mm. the whole idea behind society is actually a good idea, <laughs> but you have to... Um, see that you have to work together and not against each other and yeah. not competing and um, for us that's a difficult thing I think um, and it's also what I hear from visitors that they all see uh, what the advantages of working together but they all give the example if you share something and then it gets broke who's gonna pay for it um, mm. and that's a more important question to modern people than anything else yeah which is a pity, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So was there any particular thing that you sort of wanted to learn from, from doing this? Mm. Um, no, yeah, well, I, I was just uh, wondering what, what questions would pop up and a lot of uh, questions popped up, so yeah. that's, that's a nice. And for, mm. my, for myself, I, I really um, was looking forward to, and, and it's also fulfilled, to do uh, everything I do normally when I'm on holiday, uh, but then without uh, the modern uh, equipment. Yeah. So making cheese without a thermometer, and um, uh, we're going to make um, uh, herbal oil. Yeah. Uh, in the in the medieval way and uh, yeah that's that's nice um, but even baking bread without timing or whatever mm. just feeling and, and yeah uh, wishing for the best that's really <laughs> nice when it works out and uh, yeah yeah and all kinds of things that um, uh, that you after a couple of weeks making for all the fires uh, with flint and steel that's it's really easy now and uh, yeah that's yeah. that's just for me personally a nice nice thing uh, because i knew all those techniques but uh, doing it for this long every day that's uh, yeah that's nice yeah i think i'm sure there's a lot different because uh, you do this anyway as a yeah as a job but doing it and going home again is very different to having to actually yeah Definitely, yeah. yeah. And uh, even uh, because uh, for me, yes, I also stayed here for a couple of weeks or four weeks um, uh, in the early medieval times, actually. Uh, but then uh, during the evenings, uh, you uh, well, we, we do eat chips and we do eat. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, we yeah. so um, uh, sometimes even marshmallows, <laughs> um, and I don't do that now. Yeah. Or well, maybe. Like never, but <laughs> um, so you try no. to be quite strict. Yeah, I try to be quite strict, and that's no and yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, and that's nice. Yeah, um, I think it's it's yeah, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, um, uh, and it makes it uh, different. Mm. Yeah, because then you really, uh, I also start um, smelling differently, for instance. Mm. Um, so I. I um, I'm so much in this environment now, and that maybe it's also because it's inside, and I'm used to live in the tent, which means yeah. that you're a lot outside. Yeah. But here, uh, I have the smoke uh, in my nose constantly, and the soup and the dairy products and uh, whatever, whatever. And if somebody is perfumed and is standing in the window, that's who is hitting me. That's, yeah. um, so I do smell all these flowery smells yeah. much stronger than normally. 
especially if they're chemical. Mm. <laughs> and it's funny to yeah. to notice. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't really say anything about medieval times, and it's not scientific at all. And I don't want to act like it is, but it's funny to notice uh, all these things yeah, happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you mentioned you bake bread, so you bake bread in the house? No, no, no. Yeah. No, in uh, in the oven actually where you are. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so why like I don't do oven. it that much because, uh, uh, well, it's not it's too far away from the house yeah. to keep it safe uh, for the visitors. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, normally uh, in the 14th century you would go to the bakery, so. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. So I don't need normal. to make. Yeah. yeah. So not many people have got an oven? More no, 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 nobody did. Yeah. No, it's, it's a real profession and if you want to bake something like a pie or whatever, you have to wait until the baker blows his horn yeah. when he finished the bread and yeah. then you can bring your pie and then he will bake it for you in whatever is left of the warmth in the oven. Okay. So, um, yeah, the ideal thing would be that uh, you and Monique would uh, would <laughs> fire the oven today, and that I could just bring my bread and then. And cook it. <laughs> well, we can arrange that. No, we're here it's all not afternoon. Yeah. And evening. Yeah. yeah, but you have other plans. It's also nice. Yeah. So, uh, no, but it's that's yeah. that is basically the 14th century ID. Yeah. Mm. But so would a, a baker be using an oven the same as that one? Like a clay. Uh, yes, yeah. a little bit bigger and yeah. a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, so it's easier to uh, to fill it, but it uh, yeah. It would be uh, basically the same. And you yeah. can do two things. You can use it as a pizza oven, so keep the fire in it on the sides. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, for instance, bake small pies or whatever. We mm. um, actually, we have done that, my son and I, a couple yeah. of times now. And then you keep it open. Uh, or you just uh, yeah, use it as a, a bread oven and you, you burn it and then you take the fire out and then you use the, the warmth that's inside. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we've done both and it works well. Yeah. So, but it's a um, yeah, it's too small for uh, for a bakery in the, in yeah. the city. So as far as your experiment goes, then, so you're buying bread from a baker. How are you working <laughs> this with, like financially? How does that work? Yeah. Are you on like a budget for what? Yeah, you would, I have a budget. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I I also go to the Iron Cow to get my milk. Yeah. And uh, but uh, yeah, we're very fortunate that um, uh, next to the museum is a farmer. Yeah. Uh, a biological farmer, um, and he's selling. Uh, bread of his own grain, yeah, and uh, and and raw milk. Mm. So um, yeah, it's just a, it's a just a five minutes milk. walk, yeah. and uh, and it's my neighbor. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that feels good, and yeah. um, um, and that's the only thing I buy. So that budget is not really uh, extensive. Yeah. It's good that you can get raw milk as well. I don't know yeah. whether we'd be able to get it where we are. I don't no. think we would. No, we're very lucky with that because yeah, uh, yeah it's it, also in the Netherlands. It's not easy to get it. Yeah. It was quite uh, pasteurization, I think, only came in, what, 100 years ago or something? Yeah. It's quite yeah. not a modern thing. Yeah, it's quite a modern thing. Yeah. And, uh, um, well, as long as it's no, not overheated, you can you can still make uh, cheese of it. But uh, this is really nice. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a really fun project. I like it kind of gets you thinking about what other eras. I think you said you've done prehistory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before. Yeah, yeah I've done Iron Age. Yeah for uh, a couple of weeks and um, and Viking Age. Um, but I wanted to do this because, well, A, I've never done it, and B, um, you should know more about this this time. So yeah. I thought, <laughs> and <then> still, <laughs> it turns out that you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so you, you don't know so many things. <laughs> it's, uh, 
yeah, we're lacking knowledge definitely a lot. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's one thing to read something, but... Yeah, and yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Because 14th century, you'd have recipes to go on as well? Yeah, but only for the rich. Okay. So there, there are some recipes, not books yet, but uh, there, yeah. there are some uh, manuscripts. Um, Maybe and they, they're the clearly for rich people uh, yeah. with a lot of spices and uh, uh, dried fruits. Um, and it's a bit like um, Roman age food in the way that they combine a lot of um, savory uh, tastes with sweet tastes. Mm. So uh, the other day there was a cook for a week here uh, during the project, project and um, she made a pie and used um, cow, rabbit, all kinds of dried fruits and even um, uh, some honey water in it. So it's, it's yeah, mm. it's, it's mixed, mixed taste. And yeah. uh, well, they grow on you, but uh <laughs> 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 no, it's clear that, that yeah. they use it to impress their guests. Yeah. You know, because they also use uh, cardamom and cloves and um, cinnamon and all these kinds of, uh, and, yeah. and long pepper of, or even real pepper. And yeah. So, but um, more to show off them for the flavors themselves. Uh, yeah, well, they're good flavors. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if I would put them all in one pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's showing yeah. off. And, and we do know about, uh, uh, you know, these pies with, um, with birds on top. Uh, mm. and, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, really ex exaggerating luxury and, uh, and, and richness. Yeah. Yeah. But you're pretty much sticking to the pool. Yeah, now, so yeah. Not so many pies. Uh, not so many pies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not so many spices. Um, yeah. Uh, once a week I bake a, a pie for my visitors um, during yeah. the discussion uh, Thursday. And um, then I use uh, the spices. But I have a lot of spices actually. Um, uh, and, uh, all these things like thyme and rosemary, etc., and garlic and uh, onions and mustard. Mm. Um, so I can actually make a lot of um, different flavors with yeah. that only. Yeah. Uh, and then combined with the vegetables, if you use like fennel, you can really have a different taste uh, yeah. from last meal. Yeah. Um, so uh, no, I think it's also in the creativity of the of the cook yeah uh, to work with with what I have and um, yeah. and, and that's yeah I, th I yeah, well, compared to the Iron Age it's really <laughs> good <laughs> I say I mean a lot of it from what I do it sounds very similar yeah um, it is yeah, yeah there's not although you're a few hundred years later yeah no I don't think there's a real big difference yeah. we do know that in the 12th uh, century um, uh, all these um, Eastern spices comes like uh, ginger and um, uh, galanga and uh, uh, nutmeg. Mm. All these things come in, um, uh, but for the common people, maybe once a year at Christmas or something that you uh, can yeah. afford that. Yeah. So, I, but I think that in the 14th century they do know those flavors. Mm. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. Well, if you have some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As yeah, a treat. Yeah. 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 Have you so noticed any changes physically? Because your diet, I presume, has changed quite a lot. You're having less processed sugar and that kind of thing. No. 
Energy I think levels. I'm normally quite healthy as well, yeah. so it, it, okay. yeah, this didn't really change. What yeah. I did notice was that I was look, uh, cooking in a lot of, um, uh, often in an iron pot. Yeah. So I, I, I high iron. Yeah, level. that's yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you didn't notice that in your yeah. bowels <laughs> somewhere. I wonder because um, I've got a friend in Scotland, and she's been part of this project, um, which I'm going to record an episode with her. Mm -hmm. um, and she's doing this wild biome project, so they're eating purely wild food. Yeah. Um, but they are doing scientific tests to see how it affects them. Yeah. Physiologically. I as didn't well. want to do that because uh, I, d um, I don't want to be the project about me. Yeah. Uh, I want to be it about a house and the experts that we have, the experiments yeah, yeah. that we do, uh, but not so much about my uh, yeah. body, um, because I. I uh, already decided uh, up front that it wouldn't be an expedition. Mm. So if I get sick, uh, I'll do take my vitamins and I, uh, you know, I look after you myself. Look after yourself, though, yeah. um, because there's no point uh, in in me being sick here. Mm. Uh, because uh, other than other projects, maybe we are open to visitors, and yeah. seven days a week there are visitors, and I have to, uh, well, basically I have to work for 58 days in a row. Uh, so that's yeah. it's challenging in itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I do take my uh, my normal medicines, and I yeah. I also brush my teeth because I want to uh, <laughs> keep them you for another forty teeth? years. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, um, and I don't think it really adds to um, to uh, to um, to the project if I do. Uh, if I leave that out, mm. the visitors won't notice. Um, yeah. And uh, so, and that's also uh, in in the water. We know that uh, uh, the soil here is uh, contaminated. So yeah, okay. I just uh, I just use uh, uh, a tap water. Yeah. 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 Because it's uh, it's safe. That's fair enough. Yeah. 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 So if, the, if the groundwater is contaminated, does that affect your vegetables? I know in some places in the world you're not no. supposed to grow. No, it's uh, it's not. Yeah. Uh, no. It's not that bad, and it's yeah. it's deeper. But for water, it would be um, yeah, it would be bad, but not uh, not yeah. for vegetables. I think that's a fair acceptance that you didn't yeah. <laughs> safe water. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get sick or die from no. the project. So. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. No, no, no. And just looking yeah. around, you got a lot of lovely pots and things around too. Yeah, and yeah. there's still not enough. That was one yeah. of the yeah. That was one of the things that I discovered in the early days already. That you have so much uh, need for storage for yeah. all these, um, you know, things like peas and lentils and all the kinds yeah. of flowers that I have. And then I wanted to ferment, and you have to do that in pots as well. Um, so uh, that's mm. never enough. Yeah. And all my herbs are in, in small pots, and yeah, it's it's never enough. Yeah. And it was funny because when I uh, gathered all the things that I would need here, yeah. I suddenly realized that even in the 14th century, um, you still have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a very full house. I mean, there's stuff. Yeah, and then there's yeah. no garden yeah. tools, uh, and they should be here as well. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still lacking things uh, that should uh, yeah, be here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and one of the discussions was also about. Um, uh, how much um, storage you do have if that for a week, for a month, for the whole year. Mm. Yeah, in August I go to the market um, 
what do I buy? Do I buy it for one week? Can I trust the farmer to get back next week so I can get the other uh, thing that I needed? Yeah. Uh, or do you really have to think about, okay, we are being with six people and we need each uh, one kilo of uh, food every day. So, mm. you know, uh, that would mean 2000 kilograms of food that you have to think about if you, you for a year. Yeah. And where are you going to put it and, yeah. and what do you store it in? Yeah. Do you have um, uh, things like uh, wooden storages or is it, is it linen bags that we have to make and we have to weave it? So that's, um, uh, and that's an, yeah. an, a question that, that even the experts can't really answer. Yeah. Um, uh, most experts say, okay, uh, it's probably a um, division of, um, of, of risk. So. Uh, yeah. We have some as, as uh, customers, but also the farmer keeps a, a part mm. and a nobleman uh, keep a part, um, just to be sure that whoever gets rot or rats or whatever yeah. um, can rely on somebody else. Yeah, something else. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it, for the house, it means a lot if you uh, have to keep it all for a whole year inside here, uh, mm. being with six people also. Yeah. And uh, a lot of visitors, um, they look at the house and say, oh, it's quite big. But if you're actually living here with six people and you do have all your garden tools, etc., in it mm. and all your storage, then I don't think it's that big. It's OK. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not a tiny house, but it's. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, it's almost one room, isn't it? So it's kind yeah. of you can't get away from anybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we actually don't know um, if it was like that. Mm. Uh, um, and what we do see is that um, every picture of or a drawing of uh, somebody in bed, it's always like you're looking through curtains. Mm. Um, so there were probably a lot of curtains. Yeah. You can you can make yeah. uh, cozy corners for uh, one or two uh, people yeah. just by putting up curtains. And it would be nicer actually in the winter also because uh, this is uh, it's a very drafty house. Yeah. Um, so in the winter, you need, yeah, you would need it. And uh, even when it was very hot, you have the, um, the workroom in, in the front, which also is your store. Mm. Um, and it was very hot and I wanted to clean the, the floor. Um, but I kept my woolen dress on because I, well, I was visible for the visitors and I wouldn't go yeah. standing here in my underwear, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but normally you would do that. And if you right. have curtains so you can close the shop um, from from what's uh, the, the, the house in the back, mm. um, that would be possible. So yeah, yeah. And, it, and it would change the house if you put curtains yeah. up. It's interesting, even just because as you're talking, it's making me think of more questions. Yeah, like, like you said you get more questions. <laughs> yeah, you get you, more and more questions. Yeah, because yeah. then like, well, hang on. So your clothes get dirty. So where are you washing your clothes? Outside. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, I do a lot of uh, things outside, mm. containing uh, if if it if it uh, concerns water. Yeah. Uh, so the dish the dishes also and yeah. uh, washing myself. But uh, we were just talking this morning that this re house really lacks uh, a kind of shed, half open shed, where you can do dirty work or yeah or uh, work with water for dishes or washing uh, when it's raining. Yeah. Because. Um, I'm a bit worried at the moment about uh, all my uh, clothes getting really wet or dirty mm. uh, and I can't dry them fast enough to keep uh, yeah. clean clothes. Yeah. And of course, well, 
again, I'm not going getting a pneumonia, so I can always <laughs> cheat, yeah. but I don't want to cheat because I, I want to see, um, I, I made, I made another underdress mm. just for the, because it was so rainy. Yeah. Uh, and then I have enough dresses that, uh, they can dry for two days instead of one day. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, that would be more difficult in winter again because yeah, it wouldn't dry. Definitely. So yeah. you do need a lot of underwear. You do need yeah. a lot of underdresses, and um, uh, and maybe you hang them over the fire, and then you know, okay, then they smell like smoke. <laughs> but they're clean. But they're clean. Yeah. Uh, and not muddy, and not wet, because I, I, I took one out of my chest this morning, and yeah. it was really you know this clammy. Yeah. Uh, Wet, yeah. And we know now about things like clothes moths. Yeah. So presumably the smoke would keep all that. Yeah, away. yeah, so definitely. Yeah. Benefit to smoke in your clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why also the the wool is all uh, hanging on the walls. Yeah. So we keep the linens in in the, in the chest, and yeah. the wool is hanging on the walls um, because movement and um, yeah, fiddling with it would, would keep the moths away as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As I say, just it, it's funny because since we've been talking, you just start to think, oh, well, what about this and how about that? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It does change so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think because I'm here for two months, um, that you very quickly also forget all these things because they're now logical to me or something. So I, yeah. I just really start writing fast um, uh, about all the things that I find out or discover yeah. or whatever or experience so is that uh, the plan are you going to write a paper or a book yeah, or, yeah. both probably both. Yeah. yeah 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 that's the plan yeah. i like writing so it's yeah. a good next like a good excuse <laughs> to, yeah. uh, to write well and i guess yeah. entertainment in the evening are you allowed to sit and write uh yeah i i, yeah. I have a, i keep a diary yeah um which is on our website so yeah i do write yeah. and uh but mostly in the early mornings. I'm an early riser, so I go to bed <laughs> at nine and I wake up at five and uh, start yeah. uh, writing. And then, uh, well, at about 8.30, then uh, I start my medieval day. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you were saying yesterday about like access to news and stuff as yeah. well, like how little access you've got. Yeah. Because you mentioned the time in the, uh, is it the, when you were in the Iron Age? Yeah. You had yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. Uh, there was a long time ago, but there was, yeah. uh, there was before the internet yeah. and the smartphone. So, yeah. <laughs> so you got and a it bit was, more it was easy. It was easier to, to keep the world at bay. Yeah. Uh, now it's more difficult because I do need to email the guests that com are coming every mm. week. And then it's um, very tempting to, um, to see some news. Yeah. Uh, almost yeah impossible to uh, to avoid it. yeah yeah to resist maybe but to avoid it and, yeah. and also the visitors and the employees everybody's bringing in news mm. um, so i didn't know about the big uh, fires in uh, in crete i think it was or in greece yeah. and then a visitor just told me <laughs> yeah well like i can't keep them from telling me things yeah so, that's yeah. An another interesting perspective of living this as well is like back then you would have only had access to sort of local news really, yeah. really on, a, on a scale and whether that would be better for us mentally yeah do we have i guess so now? because you, you can't you can't change it like whether you know it or or, yeah. or don't it, it doesn't really change anything yeah 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 that's yeah. interesting yeah definitely yeah so i think we should move on to the questions yeah. i mm -hmm. ask every guest so the first question is if you had an unlimited budget 
What would be your dream project? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah. a difficult question. Because they, you could almost say you're already doing it. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had an unlimited budget and um, no responsibilities, yeah. then I would do this with more people yeah. and without visitors. Oh. Yeah. Kick them out. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I don't hate my yeah. visitors, but it's um, uh, it's it's more difficult to it's get a, a distraction. Yeah, 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 because you want to tell them and you want to involve mm. them. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I would. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like your example where you were saying about cleaning and yeah, there's exactly. a limit. Yeah, you're still putting limits on the project because of yeah, the accident. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah. need a closed-off village. Yeah, more that would houses. be nice. Yeah. And then all my friends, that would be good. More crafters and <laughs> yeah. bakers. And yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. uh, uh, there's a, a nice community in the Netherlands that uh, would uh, jump up and join me. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Uh, okay, so the next question is, do you think you could survive on a Viking Age diet? I think this is going to be obvious. Ah, yeah. yeah, I think I could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Based yeah. on what, what we've said, I think yeah. that's uh, fairly yeah. obvious. Yeah. And this one probably is more appropriate for you really is is there any food you'd miss if you're on a viking age diet um you could almost draw on your current experience uh, no i don't think so no um well yeah chili chili yeah yes, in that's the a end good i would miss chili i think yeah. that's the first time that's come up yeah we okay. got lots of coffee chocolate no co yeah. no coffee chocolate yeah tea. no no chili but it, yeah. uh i um I lived uh, for a while in Sri Lanka, and uh, we I had a lot of rice and curries and, yeah. and chili. <laughs> I really like that. I would miss that in the end. That there's never a real big kick in your food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else yeah. that my mind went off because I think in us, so like rice and things, you don't have access no, to. No. Yeah. 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 I don't think I would miss it because that's yeah. such just the basis. It's yeah. just. It's all about flavors that you can make with mm. vegetables and sauces and, um, and and meat. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. What's the worst thing you've ever eaten? Who? Ah, uh, organs. Organs. <laughs> Just general organs. Yeah. Yeah. Kidneys and. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Head cheese. <laughs> oh, head cheese! I made head cheese recently. Yeah, that wasn't uh, too bad, I thought. Yeah, but it's it's the ID and yeah. um, and <laughs> blood sausage. Blood sausage. Uh, yeah, I really don't yeah. like those things. My mother used to make them a lot uh, yeah. when I was a child, and I I didn't like it. And um, yeah, and actually, I never had a after so it could also be a lack of seasoning or whatever yeah um, but i i really didn't like the the, the, the um, texture of, of the blood um, mm. the grainy thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's Sorry. a difficult thing <laughs> no, historically it's a difficult one to do because we tried to do viking age but then you're taking out sort of like your nutmeg and your spices and things and yeah. stripping it back yeah it is a bit boring yeah uh, yeah. yeah it's a difficult one but the reason yeah. she laughed is because that's my next job this afternoon is we're making blood sausage <laughs> and recording another episode. Yeah. So which I'll yeah. have to release these in Sorry. order now. <laughs> so you won't be eating that? 
No. No. <laughs> I'll skip it. <laughs> yeah, I like to see it, but uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my thing. Okay, the next question is, what's the most memorable meal you've ever had? Mm. I'm reckoning you've had a fair few yeah. in places like this. Um, yeah, but they're not the most memorable, I think. And yeah. I think eating and food is, is all about your company. And um, uh, of course, it's it's good when it's good food. But uh, if the uh, if the ambience and the people and the music um, are good, then even bland food can be kind of enriched by yeah. by everything around it. Yeah. So for me, the most memorable is I think the the meals that I shared in Sri Lanka, mm. uh, sitting on the kitchen floor where we were cooking um, over the fire inside the kitchen under the window with the women uh, while after we served the man um, yeah. who were in the living room eating. Yeah. Um, but this, this kind of womenhood sharing in the kitchen and um, having the best pieces, of course, because we <laughs> kept them behind. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that, that, um, Goes back to community. And it, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. I, I really liked that. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, yeah. And not because it were just uh, women, but because of the feeling of, of being together there. And, mm. um, and, and it was a lot of work that we did on the food um, all, um, three times a day. Yeah. Um, but I really liked that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think there's something as well. If you've been working all day and sitting down as a community and eating what yeah. you've produced. Yeah. Yeah, it's rewarding. That's yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for me, that's more important than the meal itself, than the thing yeah. that you eat. Yeah. 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 So yeah. the very last question is: You've died. Your family and friends are preparing your grave goods. What food and drink do you get to take to feast in Valhalla? Mm -hmm. Obviously, slightly Viking themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> well, I definitely like meat. Uh, a, a good dry white meat yeah. <laughs> would be nice, um, and I think I would like um, maybe a, yeah a good meat stew, a beef stew. Oh, yeah, that's nice with some good fresh bread. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is something you probably haven't had much of here. No, exactly. <laughs> no, no. And uh, yeah. but I like uh, that it's just good food and, and rather humble or something. For yeah. me, it doesn't need to be a big party um, yeah. with a <laughs> lot of dishes. No, just one just pot. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Well, thank you again for recording. You're it's welcome. Been fun. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I shall see you next time. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> if you enjoyed the podcast or want to hear more. Remember to like and subscribe and give me a rating. For recipes and ideas, visit my website, saxonforager.co.uk. I also have three cookbooks available to buy on Amazon worldwide. These are Eat Like a Viking Volumes 1 and 2 and Eat Like a Halfling. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, remember to like and subscribe and give the show a rating. You can also help keep the show going by becoming a Patreon where you'll get early access to all episodes. Or check out my range of merch on my store. Links are in the episode description. Thanks for listening. <laughs>